Amen, 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 amen. <laughs> amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Dennis. And I want to greet you in that name, the name of Jesus, who is the Christ. There's no other name like his name. And I'm so very happy to be here again. Not my first time, I think my third time on a Sunday morning. And I know that my wife is somewhere trying to see her, but she's somewhere with um, us this morning. All right, there she is. <laughs> Come on, put your hands together for my wife, please. <laughs> want to thank Marie and Wayne for taking us here this morning. want to thank God for the support that you have given to us. Back in Jamaica, the orphanage. Want to thank God that you are there for us also when we had that huge flood at my home church in Old Dover last year, July, and that you came through for us. You have sent us assistance, financial assistance, so that we are able to remodel and do quite a bit of work. To God be the glory. Amen. So, I want to speak to us for a few minutes this morning. I want to speak to us from the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. And I want us to read two verses, namely one and two. So again, Deuteronomy chapter 28. And there are two verses that I want us to read, namely verses one and two. Hear what the word says. It declares, and it shall come to pass. It shall come to pass. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord our God, to observe, and also to observe, and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high, Above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee. And overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. That we may say the Lord who is our God. Amen. So from those verses I really want to encourage our hearts today. I really want to talk a bit about steps to a blessed life. Steps to a blessed and fruitful Christian life. Steps. And you will understand that I did not say steps to, or rather step to a blessed life. But I want us to understand that if we are going to have a blessed and fruitful life, that there is no one step to that. But there are a series of steps towards a blessed and fruitful Christian life. The fact is a lot of persons might have come to Christ. And they believe that just by coming to Christ, which is just one step, that is enough to be blessed and have a fruitful life. 
But I want to encourage us today and to remind us today and to inform us today that there are a series of steps if we are going to be blessed, if we are going to be fruitful, if we are going to enjoy the presence of Almighty God, that they are a series of steps. Also, I want to remind us that step are steps happen to be a moving, a verb, an action word. So therefore, if we are going to be blessed, it doesn't mean that we are going to stay one place and we are blessed. But there have to be some commitments that we make as we go forward. A lot of persons come to Christ, but they are right where they were since the day that they came to Christ. They have not made any step at all and therefore they have not seen the blessings of God on their lives. So brothers and sisters, that's what we want to talk about today. However, might I remind you, and I believe that you will agree with me today, that there is a difference between a blessed life and a prosperous life. Because really you can be prosperous and you are not blessed. But once you are blessed, then everything will be set in order for us to move on the upward way. You will agree with me that there are a lot of lives that are prosperous, but those lives are not blessed. There are a lot of organizations and business and art, and you name it, they are growing in profits and they can post their quarterly and yearly profits because they are prosperous. But are they blessed? There are a number of countries that are prosperous, but are they blessed? I believe that you will agree with me today that a blessed life starts with us accepting Jesus Christ as Lord of our lives. And there must be a commitment to follow him all the way. As we follow Christ, there are going to be good times and bad times. But we are committed. As we follow Christ, there are going to be ups and downs. But we are committed. As we follow Christ, there are going to be sunshine and there will be rain. But we are committed. As we follow Christ, we are going to make friends. And we are going to lose friends. But we are committed. Hallelujah. I hear and hear Nahomi. Ruth saying to Naomi, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee because wherever you go, I am going to go. And where you lodge, I am going to lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God shall be my God. The church of the living God is called to be committed to him. Not just in good times, but committed to him also in bad times. So as I told you before that we are going to talk about steps to a blessed and fruitful Christian life. Thank you so much. Come on, give her a hand, please. Steps to a fruitful. And you will understand that as we look at the steps... That they are commitments. 
We cannot stay here and reach here if we do not move. And if we're going to move, it takes commitment. There must be a desire in our hearts that we are going to move on. You know, a lot of us, we have accepted Christ, but we have never moved from where we are. We have never taken those steps, amen, to get to where we are supposed to be. But today, I want to urge us that we are not going to stay where we are, but we are going to get to where he will have us to be. Amen. There might be difficulties. There might be heartaches. There might be pains. There might be all different kinds of heartaches and troubles and problems. But we are going to say that it is a Jesus all the way. I am decided to Follow Jesus, and there is no turning back. I am committed. Oh, somebody praise him in the house today. I am committed. So the first step I want us to look at this morning is that we must be committed to the reading and the studying of the word of God. The Bible tells us that thy word have I hid in my heart, that I will not sin against thee. Every child of God must be committed to the daily reading and studying of the word of God. We are not going to be strong. We are not going to be blessed. We are not going to be fruitful unless we are committed to the reading and the studying of the word of God. If you and I need to know God more, it will not be by the news and television. It will not be by some movies and television. It is going to be by studying and reading the word of God. There are far too many people who want to know God, but they are not going to where they can find God. They are going to other places, and you are not going to find God there. You are not going to know God there, but you are going to know him when we study his word. Are you getting me this morning? So we need to be students of the word of God. We need to get up each morning saying, I cannot leave my home without taking in the word of God. We need to go to bed each night and knowing that I need my full dose of the word of God. So the first commitment we need to have is to study the word. Can I remind you before we move on from there please. That when we study the word of God. That there are some things that will happen to us. We are going to get to know God. We are going to get his guidance and direction. We are going to bring what we will know how to bring our needs. Amen to him in prayer etc. But we must first make a commitment to the word. But secondly. As a people of God. Secondly, as people of God, we need to make a commitment to prayer. And you realize that as we go high and higher, it takes more out of us. It takes what? More out of us. So it was not difficult to accept Jesus because I'm right here. 
But it's a little bit more difficult if I have to climb here. It's a bit more difficult if I have to get here. It takes more commitment as we follow Jesus. Are you understanding me? No, the Bible reminds us that we are not to be careful for anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication, we must make our requests be made known unto God. And that the God of peace, hallelujah, glory to God, he will sanctify our hearts. Brothers and sisters, there are far too many of us. We can spend hours on telephones and talking to friends and loved ones and associates, but we can't spend a minute talking to God. Every child of God needs to make a commitment to prayer. What is prayer? Prayer is just talking with God. But thirdly, 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 quickly. So the commitments are getting more, more, more. We're asking for more commitment as we go on each step. The commitment is calling for a time of fellowship and church attendance. Okay, so we are ta- what are we talking about? We are talking about uh, steps to a blessed and fruitful Christian life. Where do we start? Prayer must be around the word, must be at the foundation. Prayer must be there. Fellowshipping. You know, be reminded, it does matter who we are, we need each other. It does matter where we are, we need each other. So therefore, I need you and you need me. We are all a part of God's fine family. I must not hurt you with words from my mouth. Amen. I need you. You need me. We need each other to survive. The Bible tells us that we are not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. The day for today, we are here. The praise team lead us into worship and man, you feel the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence of God in the house. Once we stay together, we can strengthen each other. When somebody is going down, there's somebody to pray for that person because we all need each other. We are no loner. We need each other. But number four, quickly. So, we accepted Christ. Step number one, we're going to read the word. Step number two, daily prayer. Step number three, fellowship, our church attendance. As we give the commitment more, we need to start sharing our faith. There's somebody at your school who needs to hear about Jesus. There's somebody at your workplace who needs to hear about uh, Jesus. There's somebody at the service station who needs to hear about uh, Jesus. There's a neighbor that can be invited uh, to church uh, because here we are. Our faith uh, is growing. Hallelujah. Our blessed life and fruitful life uh, is growing. Uh, As we study his word, as we pray, as we fellowship, uh, we realize that, hey, let us talk a bit more about Jesus. Let's tell somebody how we can break every chain. Let us tell somebody that their sins can be forgiven. Let us tell somebody that he still healed the sick and 
he raised the dead. That is an all time wonderful, powerful God. That there is no God like Jehovah. Let us tell somebody. There are things that is not meant for us to keep for ourselves. It seems as if the goodness of God in our lives has become a top level secret. But it ought not to be so. Let people know that we have been saved and sanctified because of the blood of Jesus. Let people know who we were before he came into our lives. Our lives have never been the same Again, it is all because of uh, Jesus. I can't tell you who I was before he came. But what I can tell you, my life has not been the same again. Back home, they said that he picked me up. He turned me around and he planted my feet on higher ground. He is the rock, he is my refuge, he is my shelter and he is my hope. Let us share our faith. Our neighbors must know that we are saved. Our parents must see Christ in us. Our children must know that we are saved. Co-workers must know that our lives have been transformed by the power of the living God. We must share who Jesus is. But number five. Number five, so we have accepted Christ. Step number one, the word. Step number two, prayer. Step number three, fellowship. Step number four, we share our faith. But you will realize that as we go up, it's more challenging. And in many churches and in the lives of people, this is most challenging, giving. Giving, 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 giving. You know, the Bible tells us about a lot of things that God hates. But the Bible hardly ever tells us about the things that God loves. We assume that he loves our worship. We assume that he loves for us to read his word. We assume that man he wants to hear from us. And we can assume a lot of things. But the Bible is plain on this. It says that God loved a cheerful giver. Ah, oh, you didn't hear that. Let me say it louder and clearer. The Bible tells us plainly who God loves. And it says that God loved a cheerful giver. Wow, wow, wow. If that is the giver that God loves, I want God to love me. Are you getting me? I want God to love me. So look what Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. It says that, but this I say, that he which soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Every man, come on, every human being, according as he purposeth, as he has been blessed in his heart. So let him give, and he should not give grudgingly or of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver. He loveth a 
cheerful giver. You know, it's important. I brought with me some seeds. And this is very important because a lot of us, we have our seeds. But you will agree with me that it does not matter how good seeds are. If they stay in your pocket, it will not give you an harvest. You didn't hear that. Let me go over here then. I brought with me some seeds. But you will understand that it doesn't matter how good seeds are. If they stay in your pocket, it will not give you an harvest. Believe it? <laughs> so hear me today. A lot of us, we want a blessed life. We want a fruitful life. But we are walking around with our seeds in our pockets. God, why are you not blessing me? God is saying the seeds is in your pocket. God, why am I not being healed? God is saying your seeds are in your pocket. God, I have been praying. God, I've been reading the word. God, I've been fellowshipping. I've been going to church. I've been sharing my faith. Why am I not being blessed? And God is saying you need to give. And you have what to give. But the seeds are in your pocket. There are far too many of us. Because be reminded, these are good seeds. Good seeds. But a seed is of no use if it's not planted. For a seed to bring you a harvest, it has to be planted. Now there are far too many Christians who are looking to God for a mighty harvest. But they have never planted a seed and God is saying that when you plant the seed it must not be grudgingly your attitude must be right it must not be sparingly because God does not love a grudging giver God does not love a sparing giver but God loveth a cheerful giver so as we look at giving today as I said before, the seeds can be good. But if the seeds are not planted, you can't get an harvest. No harvest at all. But number two, the seeds can be good. But if the soil is bad, you will not get an harvest either. You know, my relationship with Crown Point for the last few years... I can tell you this, that this is good soil. This is a soil that you must not, you must not think about planting in. It's a soil that you need to plant in. Are you getting me? Because be reminded that there will be a mighty harvest if we plant in the right soil. You think of all the projects, you know, right now back at New Vision. We have an arm um, halfway home that was built by Crown Point. 
I came in this morning, your pastor, I think David, they were talking about projects at different places. This is a good soil. And God reminds us that when we give, it shall be pressed down and shaken together and running over. But the soil must be right. You know, among the amazing things that you find in church, Pastor Dennis, is that um, you know that you cannot go to McDonald's and buy a Big Mac, something like that, right? And buy a, a, buy a big meal and then go to Burger King and pay. Right. <laughs> Are you getting me? So, let me say it again. You cannot go to McDonald's and buy a Big Mac, whatever that is. And then you go to Burger King and you pay. You can't do that. There are a lot of people, you have been eating here. You have been drinking here. This is your house. This is your living room. This is your kitchen. This is your bedroom. You have been eating here. And you have been eating here for years. Why pay some preacher on television? When you are heating here. Where you heat. That is where you pay. Where you heat. That is where you pay. Brothers and sisters. Can you imagine. What greater work. Or works. That crown point will be able to do. When you pay off the debt. And start to focus on impacting the lives of people across the globe. Can you imagine the amount of children that can be blessed? Can you imagine the amount of pastors who can be impacted and empowered? Powered. And can you imagine the amount of homeless people who can get a warm, hot meal? Hey, 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 this is where you eat. Let us pay. Well, I mentioned, I want to close right here. I mentioned that the soil must be good. Let me go from the physical to the spiritual. Because I believe that I'm giving I want to give. I must give. What the Bible tells me, if I regard iniquity in my heart, God will not hear me. So I want a blessed life. I want a fruitful life. But it is very, very important that there is no bitterness in my heart as I give. It's important that there is no unforgiveness in my heart as I give. God, we have seen what is needed. God, we are committed to give. I'm going to give God because I know that there is an harvest that is awaiting me. But God, I do understand that if my heart is not right, then the blessings will not come. So David prayed, creating me. A clean heart, O oh God. And renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. 
but restore unto me the joy of your salvation. Brothers and sisters, we are going to give. It must be cheerful, cheerfully, but our hearts must be right with those around us and most importantly, with God, with God, with God, with God, with God. So, steps to a blessed and fruitful Christian life. We accepted Christ as Lord. We must be rooted in the word. Daily prayer. Church attendance. Fellowshipping one with another. Worshipping God together. Sharing of my faith. But hey, we must give. And where do we give? We give where we eat. We don't walk around with our seeds in our pockets. But we sow our seeds. May I invite you right now to bow your heads and to close your eyes. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Christ Jesus. So Father, you have ministered to us. Thank you for your blessed Holy Spirit, the one who sees our hearts, the one who knows our thoughts, the one who convicts and bring about conversion in many ways. We just pray that he will be unleashed upon us individually. Those who are watching Almighty God in the various platforms, we pray that your presence will enter these homes right now. Heavenly Father, we need you and we need you now. There are many among us who have struggles at one step or another, we pray that revelation shall be given and that will be willing, Almighty God, for your help to get us over what we're struggling with. The heads are still bowed, the eyes are still closed. Their prayer, the prayer team is here with us. As we examine the steps, is there any of these steps that you are having struggles with in your commitment? Are you struggling with your daily Bible reading? Are you struggling with your time of prayer? Are you struggling with fellowshipping or church attendance? Are you struggling with sharing your faith? Are you struggling with giving? If that is you, for about a couple of minutes, we want hope on the altar. Just for the Spirit of God to help you cross that line. He is determined to help you. And don't forget, whenever God asks you for a seed... It's all because he has an harvest for you. Don't delay. If you are struggling in any of these areas of commitment, will you come right now? We want to pray with you today. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Thank you for coming. Somebody else, just walk from where you are. He wants to meet you here. He wants to get you over your mark. He wants to get you across the line. He wants to make you into a fruitful and a blessed Christian beyond that which you are blessed already. There are still higher heights and greater depths to go in God. While they come, can a few of our prayer team members, as Pastor Dennis gets ready to pray that prayer today. He is here. He is here. He is here. He is here. The songwriter declares he's here. Hallelujah. He is here. 
Blessed be the name of Jesus. Father, we stand challenged today. Father, I ask that you would help us with each of these steps, every single one. Hallelujah, Lord God. We want our hearts to be open to you. We want our hearts to be cheerful and in the right attitude at everything. I pray in the name of Jesus that as we open your word this week, that you would speak to us in a way that is a conversation between you and us. And as we speak to you in prayer, that we would, we would know and sense your presence. Father, we're so grateful for the fellowship we have. We just ask that you would help us to be even more committed to that and, and reaching out and building relationships with each other. And Lord God, as we share your word with people who are in desperate need to know you as Savior, that you would give us divine appointments, open, our, open the opportunities and help us fill our mouths with the right words to say. And finally, Father, as we give and plant seeds, oh Lord God, that you would bless that for even a greater harvest in your kingdom. Help us, oh Lord God, with each of these things. We ask these things in your son's holy name. Amen and amen. God bless you today. Would you stand with me? And, and uh, as we dismiss here, there's a lot of prayer happening, and we encourage you to come and still, still be praying. I want to thank Pastor Grant. Please be sure and talk to him. Uh, many of the youth remember ministering with, with him and in the orphanage there that he mentioned, New Vision. And uh, that orphanage is still going strong. God does amazing work. And then some of us went, and uh, as he mentioned, we added on a kitchen and an apartment for, for a dorm parents to be in one of the dorms. And uh, we continue to give. He also mentioned, I, I don't know if we mentioned this to you as a congregation, but they had a huge flood. And, and how much water was in your auditorium? It was a lot. About four feet high. in their, I mean, so all their chairs were ruined. Sound system ruined. Everything ruined. And so we did contribute to them to be able to help them to remodel and restore all that. I mean, I, it just when I saw those pictures, I was, my mind was just, I couldn't believe. I mean, you see chairs floating. It was just, just a heartbreak. Even now, it's, it's giving me chills. But thank God for your ministry. Thank you for all you do. Bless you for being here. Would you, would you thank him again? And be sure to talk to him out in the lobby. Yes, praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day in the Lord.